Hello, and welcome to the Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur, where Hayut Yogev speaks with entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs about reaching or missing the critical point of approaching the right customer with the right message at the right time and place. The point where business success starts. And here is your host, Hayut Yogev. Rich or Miss, episode 226. Hey, my dear Richards, I'm Hayut. I think you're gonna love this interview with my guest today, Mercer. And that's what he told me when I asked him what he is most passionate about today. I'm very passionate about the art of systems as it relates to measurement, but also as it relates to entrepreneurship and building brands that are very customer-centric and listening to customer journeys. I think that is absolutely what I'm obsessed with right now, figuring out how to perfect those things. Let's listen to Mercer's story. Chris Mercer, co-founder of MeasurementMarketing.io, is a sought-after measurement marketing expert. Mercer, as he is known, and his team have been helping marketeers, marketing teams, and agencies measure their marketing so they know what's working and what's not. Mercer spends countless hours reading, practicing, adjusting, and innovating to improve his skill set. He has a knack for teaching and is known for his ability to simplify even the most complex ideas for his audience. He can be found speaking at conferences and events such as Traffic and Conversion, Social Media Marketing World, Content Jam, TravelCon, Digital Elite Camp, and others. Mercer, what a pleasure to have you here with me. Hi! Howdy! It is a pleasure to be here. I appreciate you having me. Hi. I'm so happy that you are here, and I just shared with our listeners what you've done until now. And I would like to ask you to share with us what are you doing and most passionate about today and where are you heading? Right now, I, I'm very passionate about the art of systems in, as, as, it, as it relates to measurement, but also as it relates to, to entrepreneurship and building brands that are very customer centric and listening to customer journeys. I think that, that is absolutely where I am obsessed right now is figuring out how to perfect those systems. I need to understand the connection between those systems and building brands. I've been building brands all my life, but what kind of systems do you refer to? Uh, in, in terms of the customer journey and moving somebody from being a prospect where they haven't really heard about the brand or have any sort of familiarity with it and helping them to move through that journey to where they're a customer and, and ultimately a repeat customer and even bringing in new customers, right? Uh, where they are evangelizing the brand. They're having a system, a layout, a process where you can measure that conversation and see, you know, very, very similar. Like if, if I had a, an offline store, like a shoe store and you walked in and I said, Hey, how can I help you? And you're like, Oh, I'm looking for dress shoes for this event. And I would have a conversation and walk you through the store and get you to try on shoes and hopefully, you know, buy some upsells along the way. 
very similar thing happens in the digital world, but I think a lot of marketers don't really measure for it. They don't understand the conversation that's happening. They don't know how to measure for that conversation. And that's, that's what I mean by the system, setting up a system so that we understand what the conversation is that our websites, that our brands are having with the users of that brand. Do you refer to viably conversations as well or only to conversations through the sites? That is a great question. So it would be a combination, but ultimately think digital marketing because that the verbal conversations are a little easier because you obviously can hear somebody on the phone and, and if you can or like you and I are speaking right now, I can hear what you're saying. I can adjust my conversation to, to help move through the journey. Uh, but digitally, there is still a conversation. If somebody lands on our homepage or on your homepage, in their head, they're having a conversation with that site right. and they're trying to get something done and, it, and they had a certain expectation and they're trying to get that expectation matched. And the site should be matching that expectation, right? The homepage, let's say it was, uh, they came to find out more about your brand. It was probably some sort of directory page that leads them to the next section to go to. That site needs to perform that, you know, match that expectation and then help educate and encourage the customer to move through the site, to keep the customer journey going. And we can measure for that. And that's what a lot of, I think, individuals don't realize um, is, is, especially on the marketing side, we're very used to doing a lot of marketing and trying to change headlines and offers and copy and targeting and all the stuff that we know to do as, as marketers when we're building our businesses, at least for the marketing side of things. But we don't really get good at listening to customers because we don't know that we can measure for it. We don't know that we can measure for them scrolling down a page. We don't know that we can measure for them seeing a certain part of the page for a certain amount of time. And when you measure for those behaviors, that's, that's like listening. That's even better, I think, sometimes than listening to somebody's words because you're, you're listening to their actions and you can really see how they engage with your brand and with your organization. Right. Love that. And how did you come to that? How did you start? Tell me a bit about your career. Sure. We started uh, originally, my, my main background is, is sales management. So I, I come from everything managing sort of a pipeline by nature, I think at this point, because I've done that for decades and trained lots of salespeople in a variety of industries. And when we moved online, it was, uh, I created a, a WordPress site to show people how to do WordPress sites. Essentially, it was like a membership site. And then that led very quickly into people saying, well, can you just, this is a lot of work. Can you build our sites for us? And so I created an agency and, and that's where we sort of grew digital marketing wise. But as an agency, we wanted to separate ourselves out. And so we said, okay, we're going to build the site and we will also help you optimize the site, something called conversion rate optimization. And so when we did that, in order to optimize, in order to improve like an opt-in rate or a conversion rate for a purchase, you have to know what that rate is. We have to measure for it first. So we set up Google Analytics for our clients and we would deliver the site with their Google Analytics and we would say, oh, here's how you can tell how many leads you got from Facebook and here's how many you know, things you can tell where how many sales that email closed, right? That sort of thing. And almost overnight when we, when we made that shift, we started getting a lot of referrals from clients, but they weren't referrals for sites. They were people coming to us saying, we already have a website, but we need help with our Google Analytics. We need help to understand how people are using our site, how mm -hmm. they're using our blog, how they're going through the, the various stages of the customer journey. And so that's when we realized that that was the pivot for us. And that's where we created measurementmarketing.io, which was an entire site that's dedicated to helping people understand what numbers are important, how to use those numbers, how to get the numbers, and then what to do with those numbers so that you can ultimately grow them. Sounds fantastic. You are an entrepreneur yourself. 
and mm-hmm. I want to ask you what would be your best advice to any entrepreneur that listening to us right now regarding the customer focus or anything that has to do with approaching their customers the key word is going to be deceptively simple but it's listen mm-hmm. listen to your customer I'll give you an example so as we were growing you We started as a, sort of a high-end done-for-you agency. So you might come to us and say, hey, we need our analytics set up. And then we would come in and we would set up all the analytics and the dashboards and the reports and, and help you to, to use those. And we wanted to uh, you know, eventually diversify the business because that was a great business. It still is a great channel of revenue for us. But we wanted to be able to diversify. We weren't quite sure how to do it until we get that client, that potential customer says, well, listen, these done-for-you services, they're a little beyond my pricing budget. Do you have anything where maybe you could train us, help us do it? So maybe we'll do the work, but you show us how to do it. And all of a sudden, we created done-with-you training, what we call private guided training, and we have agency certifications now. And then soon after that, there were people saying, well, that's, you know, that's good, but that's a little too much for us too. Do you have anything that's more do-it-yourself level? So we created the Measurement Marketing Academy. So it wasn't that we decided, oh, we're going to have done-for-you work and done-with-you work and, and, or, or products and do-it-yourself level products. It was the market saying, we're ready for this. Could you do this? Could you provide this? Um, and every time that we have done anything successful in our business, it wasn't our idea. Hmm. It was our market's idea. It was our customers saying, here's what we would like. And a lot of times what we do now is we'll email them and say, hey, wh- what are you looking for? How can we help? How can we help you on your journey to improve this, that, or the other thing? They will send us ideas on what they want, and we just do that. Wow. And it's, it's amazing how often that works. And a lot of individuals, I think they, they have an understanding, and I think I did too in the beginning, of here's what – Uh, here's what the market needs, right? Here's what they're going to do. Hmm. But if you take a second to listen, they will tell you like, yeah, you're kind of in the right track, but maybe do this instead or, or, or do it in this particular way. Um, and all of a sudden it becomes, it becomes a lot easier to, to grow a business uh, when we listen to our market. Wow. Love that advice. Love this advice. Really. I think we all can uh, get better in listening to our customers. You've got successes, and we'll talk about them in a minute. But I mm-hmm. want to ask you, what is your biggest, most critical failure with customers? The one that affected your entrepreneurial journey the most, or almost the most? It was when I did the exact opposite of what we just talked about. When I wasn't listening, and I was telling the customer, here's how, you, here's how this thing works, right? So uh, the, the thing that comes to mind for us is we have a certification program that Where we will work with agencies, specifically agency owners, and we're training them how to uh, set up measurement marketing, how to use all the tools to measure for their clients, and ultimately so they can sell those services on their own and, and, and improve their revenues. So we had this for years, uh, this particular uh, pr- platform, this program. And when we first started, the way we were doing it, uh, and this worked for about a year or two, to be honest, it, it worked because it was a small a smaller program we were just starting. But when we decided to make it kind of like an official thing we would do, we made it a funnel where somebody would have to join the wait list and then they get notified, then they go to the page and then they buy the program. And what, that worked in the beginning because we had – it was a new program. But after you get the initial buyers sort of that would take advantage of that, and if there's no nurture sequence to help new buyers replace them, then what's going to happen is that funnel is not going to work. And that's exactly what happened. That funnel did not work. So mm-hmm. I went back to our individuals who had been certified already. And I said, listen, here's, here's what we're doing to try to get new certifications. 
where are we, where are we not right? Like, what am I not seeing? Because I, you know, as an entrepreneur, we succumb, I think sometimes to, if it's our idea, it's a good idea, <laughs> but it sure. doesn't necessarily mean it's no. a good idea. It's just <laughs> our idea. Right. Um, and so I worked with them and I said, well, look at, look at our, look at our conversation that we're trying to have and, and the customer journey for this particular product. How would you improve it? And they said, you know, what's missing is we want to make sure that the certification has a, it's not for everybody. Number one, you have to be a certain type of, of individual and, and a, at a company at a certain size in order to take advantage of it. And they want to make sure that they are uh, protecting the quality of the group. So they said, why not add an application, put an application step in there. And so we did that. And the, it was like within minutes of us putting in the application step, it dramatically changed our uh, enrollments for that course. Like it was it was the fastest I can say to, to basically overnight where wow. on a Tuesday, it wasn't working at all on a Wednesday. It was working perfectly. Wow. And it was adding that application step. And, and the reason it wasn't working is because I was sort of dedicated to the idea of this is how it should work. But when I was open to, okay, maybe my idea is not the best and let's go see what other people say. And they said, well, put the application in. I had to sus sort of suspend my disbelief and go, well, okay, let's try it. And we did. And instantly all of a sudden the market reacted in, in the way that we wanted them to react. Wow. Um, so that, that was my biggest success and it came, you know, but sorry, biggest failure was not listening and it caused this horrible result. And then turning it around, uh, was my biggest success by listening. Wow. I love this story. And you just jumped uh, over one of my questions because I wanted to ask you about your biggest success. Do you have another one? Uh, we do. We, uh, we have, you know, as, as entrepreneurs, we always have successes and failures uh, as we go through it. And, uh, and for me, they are always feedback. That's how I look at it. It's not good or bad. It just is. It's just information coming back. And if it's not the information I want to come back, then I will try to adjust the system. So we had a, we were making some changes to one of our uh, offers. Our uh, do-it-yourself training program is called the Measurement Marketing Academy. And it's kind of a just-in-time learning platform to, to learn all this stuff. And we had made some changes to the page. And we noticed, uh, because we measure all the individual steps of, of the journey that the customer is going through, we noticed that too many people, and this sounds weird, but too many people were going to the cart. Uh, because it, it can be that a conversion rate can be too high. It can be, it can be an indication that something's off. So we noticed way too many people going to the cart uh, and we weren't, and it wasn't like it was creating more sales. There was just more people going to the cart and they and they weren't completing a purchase. So we saw this in our, in our dashboards and we said, okay, well, what would cause somebody to go to the cart with the intention of not purchasing because they weren't purchasing? So what would cause somebody to do that? And we saw this immediately in our dashboard that this was happening and it was weird. It was an odd behavior. So we went back to our page. We had forgotten to put the price. Ah. Somebody had accidentally hit it. So they were going to the cart not to purchase. They were going to find out how much it was. Then ah. they were going back to the page to figure it out. It was a very simple error. Somebody was just moving too fast and forgot that part or, or forgot to add it back in. So we added that price back in. All the numbers came back to normal. And it worked the way it was supposed to work. But we noticed it because we were measuring for the conversation. And we heard, you know, kind of quote unquote, we heard confusion. The market was confused, right? Our customers were confused as to what we were, why they had to go to the cart to learn the price. So we changed that. And all of a sudden, the conversation went the way we wanted it to go. This is a great story. Wow. It sounds like things are so much easier when you uh, have really a way to understand your customers. It's like having a better prescription of glasses. 
right? I wear, I wear glasses and contacts. And, and so if you have a prescription that's, that's, you know, if you don't, if you don't wear any, especially if you need glasses, like I do, if you're not wearing any glasses, <laughs> everything can be very blur, blurry, right? You sort of, Definitely. sometimes you have to guess at where things are because you can't quite see it. Uh, and then as you get prescriptions on your glasses, they get better and better. Just like when you're at the eye doctor and they say, oh, is it number one or number two, right? All that sort of stuff mm -hmm. that people do. So that's what measurement is like. It gives you the ability to see inside your business to see how it, how the customers are moving through the machinery that is your marketing and are they moving through it in a way that they're supposed to move through it uh, and if not then how do we fix it right what part is broken and then how do we improve it and that's what measurement is all about it gives you visibility into that and i would add to that when done right because 100%. so many times we've got so many measurements that are not are just for the measure issue and not really giving you this clear side that we are all looking for. So when measurements done right, then that's what it is about. It is such a great point because you're right. The world does not need more data and it doesn't need more information. <laughs> we have enough of that. What it needs is more of a story. Right, something that connects those pieces and parts and tells a story of what's working and what's not. Very similar, like if I gave you a, a children's book and I asked you to read me the children's book, you could probably do a pretty good job of that. But if I if I took out if I took that children's book back and I ripped out all the pages, and then I ripped those pages into pieces, and then I hand you back the book with all the pieces, right, in between, and I say, could you read me this children's book? You probably could, because I didn't change your ability to read. But it's going to take a lot longer and it's a lot harder to figure it out yeah. because it's a bunch of ripped up pieces, right? right. And, and that's kind of the difference between data and, and story. Data is just a bunch of ripped up pieces that – and if you've ever seen a report, I know that I – when I was first starting out, I was like this. I didn't know what anything meant. I would look at a bunch of reports and dashboards and be like, well, no, I don't know what this is telling me. you know. So I would just stop using it. Uh, and a lot of entrepreneurs sadly are like that. And then they think to themselves, well, I guess I'm not a numbers person. But that's not true, right? That's not true. It's because the numbers weren't presented in a way where the pages were put together properly. It wasn't presented in a way that told a story. That's not the person's fault. That's that's the report's fault. You got to make a better report that doesn't require you to have to piece together all the pieces of paper, you know? Right. Um, and so, and that's kind of what we what we help individuals to do is is to a. I think the biggest step is realize that that is possible, because a lot of people just go, "Well, I'm not a numbers person." But that's again, that's not true. That's like saying, like, I don't I don't know how to read a book now. Yeah, now, you know how to read a book. It's just that it's ripped up, you know, and you, you organize a little better. It's easier to get through. Sure. Master, can you recommend the best, most effective technological or digital tool that's related to customer focus marketing or sales? However, I'm not looking for the last shiniest tool in the endless list. I'm mm -hmm. looking for something that really works for you and might help other entrepreneurs as well. It is an oldie and a goodie, uh, and it is something we use every day, and hopefully everyone is currently using it, and that is Google Analytics. Google Analytics tells you what's happening, but remember, and this is the key, for a lot of people, they jump into analytics and they can't quite figure out what it's trying to tell them, but they, they have a belief that it's trying to tell them something, but they just aren't sure what. And so the reason that happens is because analytics, it's an incredibly powerful platform. But it's way too easy to activate that platform. In other words, you might have a plugin and you install Google Analytics on your WordPress site or you turn it on in your Shopify store or whatever the thing is. And all of a sudden, those reports light up. And then your instinct, as was mine when I first started, the instinct is to jump in and start using the reports. 
But what we realized over the years and, and definitely try to help people realize now is that is Google handing you a book with ripped up puzzle pieces in it, right? Mm. Ripped up pages. And it's just a bunch of data yet. You still right. have to set up Google Analytics. And when you set it up, then those reports all of a sudden do make sense. They start telling you a story and they will tell you things like, oh, Facebook's really good for awareness of your brand. And Google Ads is really good about getting people to become leads and engage. And email is really good about closing the deal and getting them to, to purchase your product or to repurchase your product. And it will tell you those very, very, very clear stories. But you have to set it up. You have to learn how to use that tool. And I'm very much like you. I try to stay away as I can from the shiny objects because there's a new tool every 30 seconds um, and that always promises the answer. But it's these older tools. If you just really understand how to use Google Analytics, it'll solve most of the problems uh, that people think that they have. Hmm. You know, there are many factors that affect one's success. Hmm. But I do believe that for each of us, there is one factor that really helps us win. And I want to ask you, what is your one success factor? I think in my particular case, it is my maniacal belief that any result that we are achieving in our business should not be the result of a person who's working in the business, but it should be a result of the system that that person is using. So when I first started as an entrepreneur, it was just myself, right? We, we fill all the roles of our sure. organization. I'm the janitor, the bookkeeper, the content person. But as I was building the business, I was creating systems that I could then hand over to my future team members, which now we've got a bunch. And now what I'm working with is with my team as the organization continues to grow is helping them to make sure that whatever they're doing, all the results that they're doing, they are using a system and they are improving the system as they use it, if they have enhancements to it. And then they're able to teach that system to others coming in. So that way they can grow up in the organization as the organization gets bigger and bigger. And obviously everybody can, right? Myself included as, as the owner. Um, so that's what I think my sort of key to, to my, is my focus on the system. Was it, because if, if it's dependent upon, for example, me remembering to do something is not a good system. It's very person dependent. And if I don't remember to do it, it's not gonna get done. But if I have a checklist that's like in Asana or Trello or whatever people are using, even it's even a post-it note, at least there's a system that encourages me to do these steps. Well, that's the system I can teach to somebody else. So it helps me to free myself up from that particular role that I'm fulfilling in the organization. And ultimately, as the as the company grows, it can help a team member move from uh, you know a, a sort of an entry level position into more of a management role if they wanted to. Love this factor. My last question, before I'll ask you what is the best way to connect with you, mm-hmm. my final question is my mountain question. As our listeners already know, I've been imagining this journey of entrepreneurship as climbing a mountain. Step mm-hmm. after step after step, and then you reach the peak, and once you reach the peak, you are always looking for a higher peak to reach. And sometimes you need to go down in order to reach the peak, and... At some time, I started to ask my guests, and that's what I'm asking you, whether you ever climbed a mountain or wished to climb a mountain, or do you have any relationships with mountains at all? That's a great question. I So I haven't climbed a mountain in, in the terms of what I think about in the movies, where it's like rock climber up the face of a mountain type of thing. So I haven't done that. But uh, I do enjoy hiking. 
uh, through the mountains, right, and, and kind of doing that. And I do remember there was one time years ago. This is sort of in when I when I think about the mountain story, it was uh, in Portland, Oregon, and we were climbing on the top of Mount Hood, and we went to a particular part of this mountain. And I just remember it was just me and a friend of mine. And then we just sort of stopped. We were just kind of walking. You hear the snow crunch and all the other stuff. And, there was, and then we had stopped for a second. And then we stopped for – and it was like 10 seconds. And then it was 30 seconds. And the quietness and the stillness I have never, ever experienced in life again because it was so quiet up there. There was no cars. There was no noise. There was no birds. There was no us stomping through the mountain. It was just that quiet – and it was a it was an immense awareness um, that I remember the most from that. Um, mm. So that that's kind of like my my personal sort of connection is when I feel that mountain. That's what I feel. I feel that immense stillness uh, and and awareness is what I get from that. Beautiful. So, what would be the best way to connect with you for any of our listeners that would like to be in touch? Sure. So if anybody's interested in, in learning more about measurement, kind of what's important to measure and why, measurementmarketing.io is, is our company. It's a great place to go there. We've got blog posts. Uh, we have a YouTube channel as well. So uh, measurementmarketing.io forward slash YouTube uh, for that. And then we do have a free version of our membership site that has uh, all of our members tool. We create a bunch of tools for our members and we actually give them away uh, as well for our free members. So anybody that's interested in, in learning more about that and getting access to uh, some of our training, they can go to measurementmarketing.io forward slash reach or miss, and it'll take them directly to that page. So measurementmarketing.io forward slash reach or miss. That's terrific. We will have all these links in the show notes of this interview. Mimosa, I would like to thank you so much. It has been a real pleasure talking with you today. I learned a lot. I'm sure our listeners would learn a lot as well. So thank you for that. Thank you for the opportunity to help. I appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. And for you, our listeners, until the next time, it all goes down to this. You either reach or miss. Keep reaching your goals and vision. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Reach or Miss Show, the podcast for the customer-focused entrepreneur. You can find all the information, links, and resources that was mentioned at the show in our website, reachormiss.com. See you next week.